What's up, everybody? Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I am Lisa Velastro. And we are coming to you for another great episode this week. Thank you all so much for emailing in your questions. If you have a question you want to send us, that's send it to whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So before we get to your questions today, uh, as always, I got to ask Lisa, what's up, cuz? What's going on? How is the family doing? What's going on? Family is doing great. Um, let's see. What happened this week? My daughter finally, finally got her license. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you know, she her birthday was in April. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we're all in quarantine, lockdown, whatever you want to call it at this, this, <laughs> this point. <laughs> and, um, you know, she uh, had her permit. She was able to take her road test when the DMV opened on the 29th, but was not able to get her physical license. Really? Because apparently the um, computers were shut down. So uh, poor kid passed her road test, (laughs) waited, you know, since April for it. And uh, her and I went to the DMV this week at Three o'clock in the morning. Three a.m. Three a.m. Like Mind you, for concert we tickets? weren't even the first ones there. Seriously, the line was already wrapping around the building. Wrapping around at three a.m. At three a.m. Oh my god! By the time we got up to get our number, we were actually number one hundred and twenty-two. So there was one hundred and twenty-two <laughs> people in front of me. <laughs> oh my god! And they tapped it off at two hundred and fifteen. So can you imagine if I did not get there at 3 a.m.? Yeah, like even if you were there at like 7. I don't know when they open, but... They open at 8. Yeah, so even if you're like, let's go an hour early, you, you probably don't make the cut to no, get in? never. Oh so basically, we got our number, and she got her license at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, man. They had to take the picture too that day, right? Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. I think at that point, you don't care how yeah. you look. She's you just like- want your damn license. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would. Have uh, so how often has she been driving? I guess solo in the car now. Um, she's been just going around town right now. Yeah, you know, baby steps. Uh-huh. Even though I know she could do the highway, but I think I want to do it with her a couple times. Yeah, even though I've already done it, but now she has her license. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard to just let go. I know I have to let go because the more you drive, the more practice you get, and the better yeah. you get at it. But it's definitely nerve wracking. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that much. I know. I was gonna say the especially the first kid. Mm-hmm. When my mom, I have an older brother. So he was the first, and I remember being in the back of the car when he was driving with the permit, and how much it was like, put it, this, uh, you know, like uh-huh. all these little things like, push it, that, you gotta stop, and you know, all the nerves, but then when I got my permit, my mom was like, oh, this is great. She was like making phone calls, <laughs> next and I was like, am I doing this? She's like, doing great, honey. That's fine. That's so funny. But she was like, man, I can get a lot of work done if I don't have to oh, drive. So it like, gets oh, better boy. for me then, right? I think so, so. Hopefully. I think. I don't know. I mean, I feel like most people, when they get their license soon there's there's a couple little somethings that happen i hate to say that, like knock on wood n- you know nothing major but like a little scrape here mm-hmm. um i think my brother was backing out somewhere and hit like a little telephone pole like taillight got knocked out you know like it's kind of inevitable because you're long still as, learning as long as it's little things right that's it yeah. that's what we want are little things i know right and tell me about it mm-hmm. that's um my brother once took uh my parents had a convertible for a while and they were gone for the weekend, so he drove the convertible around town. Mind you, it's not, it wasn't fancy, it was like a Toyota convertible. <laughs> but he like scuffed the side, and then he took it upon himself to go to AutoZone 
and get the exact color of paint, apparently. They had, like, little touch-up things. So he tried. He tried to match the same paint color. But obviously, he put it on. It looked like he put white out on the car. Like, bumpy and whatnot. But he got away with it for, like, a week or two. And then suddenly my dad was like, what is this on the car? And starts, like, scratching it. And then he's looking at it, and he's like, oh, someone tried to cover this up. Oh, boy. And did the math. And, you know, I didn't have my license yet, so I was in the clear. But, uh, yeah, just little things like that is with any <laughs> children yeah. is, might be know. inevitable. Honesty is the best policy, I believe. True. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing, too. Uh, when I started driving, I remember my parents were like, listen, if anything happens, especially if you hit another car that's parked or something on someone's property, they're like, you have to leave a note try to contact like they're like you can't run exactly like, it's worse if you flee the scene as i say. don't know how people sleep at night if they flee the scene i wouldn't be oh, able yeah. to sleep i really wouldn't i, I would know. be feeling so guilty I-, I can't i would have to wait there till that person came out oh yeah i mean i feel that way like if someone i borrow like 10 bucks or something mm-hmm. my brain's like you gotta get that 10 dollars. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i mean i can't sleep at night <laughs> <laughs> exactly but I'm sure. I'm sure she's doing all right, and that's it's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting to feel a little independence, I guess. Yeah, I definitely see her leaving the house a little bit more often now. <laughs> like, where are you going? Well, I'm just going for a drive, going well, for ice cream. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was gonna say when you first got your license, what was like the coolest part of it? Did you feel um, that I could actually be in a car by myself and feel independent and more like grown up, basically? Mm-hmm. Because you know I'm the oldest. And from an Italian, Italian family, the oldest child, the oldest grandchild, I paved the way for everybody. (laughs) So I was like, my mom and dad were so strict with me. I mean, I remember a story that I was allowed out to go to the movies on a Friday night only. I had to be home by 9 (laughs) p.m. But the kicker is, while I was in the movie, I had to get out every hour and go to the payphone to call my mom and check in. Really? Really. Oh, my gosh. Really. And again, there was no cell phones back then. There was beepers. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I went to the payphone and I did what I had to do. And this is, you're just with friends at the movie. I'm just with friends. Not even a date. Oh, no. Dating? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. None of that. None of that. But, again, you know, I was the first. And my parents are first. um, I'm first generation here. My parents are off the boat Italy. So they did their best for what they knew. Mm -hmm. You know? Now, if you see my parents, they're like wild. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> they did the work. Now they get to have fun. Yeah, they go out dancing. I'm like, I want to tell them to stay home yeah. now. <laughs> I know my favorite part for me, it's, you know, obviously the independence and being by yourself. But um, for sure was I got to play whatever music I wanted. Oh. That was huge. And it was before we had like iPods and stuff. So I remember making mixed CDs. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this is my CD for my car. <laughs> like, these are my songs that I want to hear. You know, especially some songs on the radio. My mom would be like, I don't like this. This is inappropriate. You know, turn it off. And it would feel, it just felt, it feels rebellious, even though it's like, I'm just listening to music. Exactly. <laughs> but it felt so cool to be like, these are my songs. You know, that's my, so funny. My CD. So I loved it. And I'm sure she's. She'll be good. She'll be great. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, let's just get into these fan emails here. So again, you want to send us a question. It's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com. That's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com. And make sure you guys subscribe. Leave us a little review. Helps out the podcast. So, all right. First one up. We got a wedding question here. Kid free wedding. Little long email. So let's hold on. All right. Dear cuz, I was so excited that you were doing a podcast. I've always been a huge fan of the show and the whole family. I'm wondering if you can help me with a little bit of wedding drama. I love my family. We're pretty close like you guys. 
When I got engaged to my fiance, I sent a picture to our family group chat and everyone celebrated, which was nice. Immediately, my cousin who just had a baby chimed in, I have the perfect flower girl for you. And I replied, haha, let's see if she's walking by then. I didn't want to have a flower girl or any children at the wedding, but my cousin and her mother, my aunt, just assumed this new baby is going to be in the wedding and have already been sending me dress options. I decided to just let her be the flower girl to avoid the drama and make everyone happy. When I sent out the invitations, though, I wrote adult reception only in the details because I do not want any children there. I figured this was a way to compromise that she could be in the wedding, have her moment, and the rest of the night could just be a big party. They keep pestering me to let the flower girl come to the reception, insisting that she does the grand entrance with the bridal party and that it's just one kid. I think this is unfair to the other guests with children and also to myself. What should I say to them? I have a feeling they will not respect my request and will just bring her anyway. <laughs> Thanks for your help. Oh boy, there is a lot in yeah. that well, question. We all, a yeah. lot. <laughs> we have a lot of we all have strong personalities in our family that I read that and I'm like, yeah, I would yeah. get that vibe too from some people. Of like, yeah, they're probably just gonna do what they want to do. But yeah, I totally, I totally could relate. Um, <laughs> I definitely could relate. It all. All right. So listen, when I got married. I was literally 21 years old. So I was a baby. That's so crazy. Getting married. You get your license, you couldn't date, and then marry at 21. Exactly. So listening to this question, I'm trying to go back to, um, you know, 20 20 years ago, basically. Mm -hmm. And I was always a people pleaser. Yeah. I was such a people pleaser that... You know, my husband was too. I have to say, he he didn't want to offend anyone. He didn't want to make anyone feel bad. No, of course not. To the point that we had 32 couples in our <laughs> bridal party. 32. <laughs> I'm not talking people. I'm talking couples. Oh, my God. Do you know what a circus that was? But again, uh. we did it because we didn't want to offend anyone. We were the first ones, you know, well, I was the first one getting married on mm. my side of the family. My husband was um, the last one getting married. Funny. But so my answer would probably be different then than mm-hmm. my answer would be now. Okay. So back then, Lisa would probably just go with the flow, let her be in the wedding, let her come to the party. Mm-hmm. In all reality, how would it really be affecting my life? It wouldn't be because the mother would be having to run after her. It True. would be the mother's responsibility to take care of her. And, you know, for me, I wouldn't let anything ruin that day because you spend so much time prepping for it. Mm-hmm. And and there's already so much controversy in planning a wedding with families because everyone has to agree. Even though it's your wedding, yeah, everybody in the circle right. has to agree mm-hmm. that I would try to um, not, not let the little things. To me, that's probably a little thing okay. bother me. Lisa, today... <laughs> <laughs> Lisa today would probably sit down with them and say, um, I wasn't thinking about having a flower girl in the wedding, but, you know, if it means that much to you, then, of course, I would love to have her. But a compromise would be like, I only have an adult reception. So, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be great. She'll, you know, be in the church, walk down the aisle. She'll represent the flower girl. She'll be in pictures. She'll be in pictures. But why don't you consider, you know, having a sitter, take her home after, so you could at least have fun at the wedding. Yeah. And um, also then it won't make my guests feel 
like I said yes to you and no to them in bringing children. Yeah. I mean, especially there's going to be other guests that have kids, whether they they wanted to bring them or Mm -hmm. would prefer to have, you know, their own date night out. Um, Because that's, I mean, I read this and I don't have kids, so it's hard for me to fully get the like i want to see my girl being a flower girl i don't know who <laughs> would want to take their little babies to a wedding i want to go and have fun i know but also <laughs> maybe it's because it's it sounds like it's first kid syndrome right a little bit maybe is it like when you had kids is it it's harder to to do that first night away from home from the first one than I, you know the fourth one i guess you're right but i have to tell you i was in the, i was in kind of the same situation when i had sophia which was my first mm-hmm. um two weeks later my parents were celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary and they had a really big party planned um sophia came early so i was actually supposed to still be pregnant (laughs) at their party um and obviously i was going to go to my parents 25th wedding anniversary so i had to leave sophia for the first time at two weeks old and not with your parents and not with my parents you know we had great friends that we left her with but again it was so so hard at two weeks to leave your first child but she was okay. She was fine. <laughs> she lived. She's she fine. lived. She's good. I know. I mean, I when I read this, I'm I'm sitting there being like, I don't know why they they want it in the wedding that bad. Or you don't know. It might be the cousin. It might be the grandmother of the kid. Because because I look at that and I'm like, listen, if I'm going to a wedding and or if I'm going anywhere, we're like, I'm getting a hotel. I'm getting dressed up. I got a hot date. I'm like, I'm gonna have a fun night. Well, that comes because you don't have children. <laughs> yeah. But for someone who has children, I'm looking at added as you know four hours of just my husband and i having a great time True. something you don't get when you do have a child yeah exactly so yeah, it's like a date night basically right that's, date night at a wedding it's fun you're gonna have some good food some drinks dance have a good time but yeah i think i think you gotta stress unfair to other people because it makes you look like less of the bad guy if you do talk to them about it um but it's also i mean it's just a long day for a kid i've been in weddings and it's a long day and i'm a full-grown adult and I'm uh, like, tell me about it i mean i've had my kids in many weddings and it's like by the time the reception comes along actually i i do send them home i'm not gonna lie i have a sitter and i send them home and if it's a friend's wedding my mom comes and gets them and i know that they're home they're sleeping they're safe and when my when i know my kids are home and safe that's when i start enjoying myself right Exactly. You know, it's not enjoyable having to run around after a cranky, you know, baby at a party. It's loud. It's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They've been up since probably five o'clock in the morning, yeah. <laughs> off schedule. You know, that that's that's my theory. Yeah. I mean, it's just weddings are just hard. You're never going to make everybody happy. No. That's, if you ever mm-hmm. watched that show Four Weddings. No. That, it, that show, the beauty of that show is just basically being like, look, clearly everyone's going to disagree. So you might as well do what you want to do. So, exactly i hope uh hope you have uh, some strong will and <laughs> i guess stick to it if you can um, but I th- i'm telling you if you go about it in a way that you're compassionate about it yeah. and you talk to them if they're against you at that point then i don't know what else to tell you like you're you're, you're putting it out there you're being nice you're being honest yeah and if they really love you and this is your wedding, then they should understand also. Mm-hmm. You're being you're you're compromising. It's not like you're saying absolutely not. Right. It's a good compromise. Yeah. And also thank God it's your cousin and not your future husband's cousin. Oh, Cause yeah. <laughs> then I might be like, I don't know, just let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. I'm like, you got Christmases for the rest of your life to be around the family. Yep. <laughs> Keep it nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you all for tuning into the podcast. Just for listening, we're giving you 10% off your order from carlosbakery.com. The bakery is now shipping nationwide. You can get cakes, cannolis, lobster tails, you name it. Perhaps surprise someone for their birthday with a little treat. Visit our website and enter promo code CUS10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's promo code CUS10. Again, that's promo code CUZ10 at carlosbakery.com. Order something for yourself, maybe a little birthday treat for someone you love from carlosbakery.com. Oh, man. All right. Let's see. Our next email here uh, is called Need a Break. A uh, little similar question here. Um, Dear Cuz, I've been waiting about four months now due to COVID to have alone time with my husband, and we finally got a daycare. And I feel safe with my daughter there. We went with my daughter today, and it went fine. We're sending her tomorrow, uh, not because we're working, because we don't have work, and we just want a break and some alone time together. But of course, now I feel super guilty and like a bad mother. I told him not to tell my mother-in-law in in fear of judgment. (laughs) How do you deal with balancing alone time with your husband without feeling like a bad mom? Um, let me think about that one. So I completely get that you want alone time with your husband. Yeah. I completely get it. And I don't think you should feel guilty. I mean, you're, you're dropping your child off at a safe place. Um, Listen, if you're doing it often just to have a long time with your husband, that's a different story. But if it happens like, you know, I don't know, once a month or once every two to three weeks, just to have, you know, four or five hours alone with your husband, I I think actually that's healthy. Yeah. Because when you have a healthy marriage, you're you're nicer to your kids. (laughs) (laughs) True. I mean, I think one-on-one time is not only important, obviously, with your partner, but also your children individually too. I mean, it sounds like they have one daughter, but I remember my parents were pretty good of like, there'd be times like my dad would just take me even to like go get breakfast Mm -hmm. or something and and really have like the one-on-one attention with people. Yeah. My husband actually does that a lot with my kids, um, which is great because, you know, he travels a lot and Mm -hmm. his filming schedule is absolutely crazy that, you know, sometimes he's had to miss, you know, their birthdays, but he makes it up to them in other ways. Like my son, Buddy, has gone to South Africa with him, just the two of them. And, uh, you know, Marco and him have, Marco's more my sports guy. He's uh, gone to games with him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Sophia, he'll go driving with her. He definitely has a great relationship with the kids so so that is that is very important to have one-on-one with your kids but again it's also important to have one-on-one with your spouse yes or your partner True. yeah because if anything i mean anyone with kids sometimes you just get so wrapped up yeah that then you're like oh yeah we haven't yeah even just had that coffee like we mentioned in our last episode something a yeah bit when you have kids and schedules life becomes routine mm-hmm. and when you just have routine in your life it gets boring after a while mm-hmm I know. And especially uh, the one saying my mom uh, would always say was like to other moms when they would feel guilty about little things would always be like, if you having like this break that you just need to have this little break, even if it wasn't with your husband, even if it was I'm taking her daycare, I'm going running errands, mm-hmm. grocery shopping, whatever it is, you want alone time, you know, uh, it's like if this break is basically going to make you a better mother 
Exactly. Can I help you re-energize and, yeah. and, 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 and like you said, be happier around yeah. your kids than, than you shouldn't feel guilty about it. Not at all. So. Not at all. You're leaving them in a safe zone. Right. Exactly. You know? Which I, I guarantee you they're probably having fun too. Yeah, exactly. Especially, uh, you know, kids. I, I've actually been babysitting a little bit with lockdown, uh, just some families I knew in the city. And, uh, you know, these kids are also like starved to like go be social and see their friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there's days I'm babysitting and they're irritated. I'm like, yeah, I know you would rather be with your friends and not a much older babysitter. Yeah. And, you know, or watching Netflix, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's 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 hard for everybody. So I I think it's this is okay, and, and like you said, you're doing great. Li- Do your thing. <laughs> a little bit here and there, yeah. Don't, and you don't, don't have guilty. to tell anybody what you're doing. Yeah, I uh, very much agree on that. Don't tell the mother. Yeah, <laughs> tell them you're working. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man. Okay, so again, guys, you want to send us your questions? That's what's up, cause pod at gmail.com. Just email us and what's up, cause pod at gmail.com. All right, last question here. Nothing but moody. Another another kid question here. Uh, Dear Cuss, I am in need of some help of how to deal with a very spirited and emotional toddler. She's a happy girl, smart and energetic, but oh my God, the attitude. Cries her way through diaper changes, getting hands slash faces wiped after meals, getting lotion on, hairbrush, dressed, undressed, screams anytime a piece of food sticks to her hand during a meal, then screams when I wipe her hands. Wakes up happy, within 10 minutes is crying because she's hungry and breakfast isn't ready yet. No patience. If she can't figure out a toy the first time she throws it, starts crying, throws herself on the floor, gets angry because she can't draw animals like her dad, angry because I can't draw what she wants her dad to draw. Anytime she wants something, she just immediately scream whines, and we don't. And if we don't address it quickly, it turns into a meltdown. It's zero to 100 all the time and wearing me down. So many tantrums. And she's a little misindependent, wants to do everything herself, and then when she can't, she throws a da- tantrum if we try to help. Maybe this is just part of being a toddler. I'm so over it. I need help. My husband deals with it by just doing whatever he can to get her to stop crying. And I feel like it's making it worse, but it's how he copes. He spoils her <laughs> He spoils her, and knows she can get whatever she wants from him. Any advice? Thanks. Oof. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Do I have advice for you having four <laughs> children <laughs> with four completely different personalities? Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. So let's go to the beginning of that question. Okay. So she has a toddler that basically, from what I could tell, gets what she wants because she takes tantrums, Mm -hmm. which again, every toddler is going to do it. Her baby's not any different than anyone else's, but it's how you react to it. So not that my kids are perfect or were perfect growing up, but how I dealt with it, and I have to say, now that they're teenagers, uh, I think I did a pretty damn good job. <laughs> um, you have to just, how do I explain this? You, it's all in your voice. It's all in your voice. It's all in how stern you are. And I do feel that parents and children have to have a mutual respect for each other that, believe it or not, starts before they could even walk. Oh, I believe that. Because um, I've seen the kid totally not listening to the parent in the grocery store. Exactly. All that stuff. Yeah. And, and if you just snip it in the butt from day one and you start from a very, very young age and you just give a look, just the look alone, <laughs> I'm telling you, the child will stop. And then if the look doesn't work as they get older, Again, it has to be from the beginning, though, because once you give in once, 
the child has you wrapped around their finger. Mm -hmm. So as they get older, if they're giving attitude, if you can't go brush their hair because they don't want their hair brushed, you give one stern, you better get here right now, but it's got to be stern, mm -hmm. and they will come. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you. Um, you know, I don't know how your mom was growing up, but I know my parents handled it a little bit differently. <laughs> we, uh, we had the wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a wooden spoon, but, but it was that same thing of like, I knew they weren't kidding. Yeah. When it, certain when certain voices get so old. Exactly. Or, or the full name. Yeah. When they were like Erica Joanne, I was like, all right, <laughs> okay, they're really mad now. You know they mean business. <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. So, but um, again, I I can't complain. My my kids are great. Mm -hmm. Um, I never really have to ground my kids. I don't know if I'm saying that a little too early because my youngest <laughs> is only nine, but so far so good. As far as as far as um, this lady here, I feel bad. I think that it's never too late to yeah. start putting your foot down. And, and I think that you and your husband have to really have a talk together because the most important thing of raising a child is that you and your husband are on the same team. Yeah. Because the kids learn who's, you know, bad cop, good cop. Yep. You know, it's funny because my husband says, well, you're a bad cop and I'm good cop. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> because it's actually not true. Because in my house, if it gets to my husband, That's then bad. it's bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is not a bad system. I feel like that is, that's a lot of houses. Yeah. Yeah. So like my I mom think... was the yeller. Oh, yeah. She'd be the one to yell. But my dad would be the one that had the zero tolerance mm -hmm. that he would just, he would take things away. And that works more so when you're older, like, especially once I was driving the car. Exactly. He'd, he'd say something if I didn't listen and do it right away. Mm -hmm. He'd be like, you know what? No car tomorrow. And I was like, whoa, whoa. You know, and he's like, no, because when I say it, you do it. That's it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's how it kind of is. And um, I think that if you start now, like today, <laughs> you know, just just give it a stern. And again, I don't know exactly how old her child is. She says toddler, so I assume three and under. Yeah. About. It sounds like the 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 kid's not fully talking yet. Yeah. So it might be I don't know one ish two. Yeah. Well, you know what? If that's the case, and um, she's not, you know, um, if she's not listening to mom, and again. A toddler's not going to listen all the time. No, you got to be no, flexible too. Mm -mm. But you know, when it's time to get dressed, it, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's time mm -hmm. to get dressed. If it's time to brush your hair, there's certain things that it's time to do it, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. And if she's not going to do it at this point, what I would suggest to do is, you know what, um, her crib, time out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you know? have something. You have to have a. My biggest thing I learned just from my parents and then also when I've like babysat mm -hmm. was you can't make empty threats no. and that might sound mean but it's basically like you can't you can't give a threat that you're not going to follow up with a hundred percent and that is the golden rule mm -hmm. like if you say no tv for a week you better mean make it. sure there's no tv yeah, for a week there's no exceptions <laughs> none whatsoever because the one thing I could tell you is the first time you 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 know say you're going to do something and you don't do it that's it. The kid is going to just start losing respect. Mm -hmm. And um, they're not going to think for the next time, oh, she's not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, so if you need, need to buy time, you, you can ignore the tantrum a little. Yeah. Not give it the attention that it wants. And then once you come up with a reasonable, I guess, like punishment of some sort mm -hmm. or, you know, anti-reward, yeah. like timeout. It is amazing that, you know, putting a little kid in timeout for five minutes to them feels like 
an eternity. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my son, when I tell you, used to have the worst tantrums that he used to throw himself on the floor. Yeah. And I'll never forget. I was I went to the doctor because again, I was young, you yeah. know? And um, you know, Sophia and Buddy are only 18 months apart mm. so I was still a baby when I had him and he when I tell you his tantrums were out of control and I went to the doctor one day I'm like but, but what do I do yeah <laughs> and he goes leave him let him uh, have his tantrum. ignore okay. him and I started doing that and let me tell you a child does not like to be ignored nope Mm-mm. and the more I did it the more he realized all right well if I'm doing this and she's not paying attention to me then why am I gonna do it and it actually worked. Yeah, exactly. Especially when they want the thing that they want. Mm-hmm. I think they more realize like, oh, this is this is not getting it. Exactly. Type of thing. So. Exactly. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much uh, for emailing in. Again, if you want to email us, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. We appreciate you guys sharing your stories, sharing your questions with us. And uh, as always, if you could just subscribe, leave us a review for the podcast. Let us know what you like what you want more of uh just scroll on down leave us a review on apple Podcasts. really helps us out so oh also if you're not following us on instagram yet we're at lisa velastro four and i'm at sperica s-p-e-r-i-c-a-a give us a follow keep up with the pod and uh thank you guys so much we will see you next week thanks guys